Welcome to the Swinging Along Podcast, the most real and raw of the lifestyle podcast. Follow us on our journey as swingers and ultimate kingsters. Come down the rabbit hole of our naughty escapades and strap in or strap on with your hosts, Karen and Chris. Enjoy. Welcome back, Swinging Alongers. Episode 81. I know what you all are thinking. Where the fuck have you both been? <laughs> Man, sometimes a life gets crazy. Yeah. Uh Man, I mean, if, uh, if you're following social media, uh, you can kind of understand what um, uh, life hit uh, Chris and I pretty hard. Um, I would say right very, as we were back getting... To back to Yeah. We were getting... <laughs> You know, we, it's so funny when you have a game plan, like, especially someone like me who has all these like goals for the industry that I'm in. And when like the new year starts, I'm always like, okay, this is, this is where I want to be at the end of this new year with my career, with the podcast, with my life in general, like a vision board, but I do it list style. So, cause I'm OCD in that aspect of it. But when we, when the, the new year started off great. Everything was going to plan. We were get, we got our new intro music. A whole bunch of things were moving forward. And it was just like, I think I even said it. I was like, man, I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> but things are going uh, pretty well right now. And then it was like life looked at us and said, mm, we're going to throw some curveballs. I mean, obviously, if you guys follow us. Uh, well, before we begin, cheers, yes, honey. Yes, cheers. Uh, to th- vodka. Th- this, um, this show. It's coming to you recorded li- recorded live, because it's live when you record it, I think. <laughs> I think I said that right. Fuck. <laughs> From our little new studio setup, and we are doing it. Hi. Yes. So, um, Chris We are and I, having a couple cocktails. We are. Uh, we are actually going to be doing some vodka shots so right now. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Um, uh, Chris and I decided that, you know, we wanted to kind of get back on like that weight loss journey that we were on we had kind of fallen off the wagon a little bit on it um and i feel like covid COVID fucked everything up for a lot of people yeah and then people lost the motivation and want to fucking do it because it was like what sometimes you got it you kind of felt like what was the point right point no i 100 agree i just i i kind of was like well how much longer can I keep blaming the pandemic for it? So, <laughs> exactly. um, you know, we wanted to get a little we, bit we more, a little you know, better, yeah, eating better, drinking less. drinking less and whatnot. But we also, like I Cutting said, Cutting back on beer, a little more vodka. Yeah. And yeah. Here and there. Whatever. Don't get us wrong. We have our beer night still. Yeah. So I definitely, uh, when we see our girl. <laughs> some of our local bars, we just, I can't help but go in there and order my Miller Lite shot of fireball, <laughs> but cheers. Cheers to you, babe. But yeah, so I mean, if you guys follow us, which most likely you do, but if you you are new to the show, uh, not too long ago my dad passed away. He on Mother's Day actually, weirdly, after a wrench of Mother's Day. Um, and so I mean, we were dealing with that, and obviously the loss of my dad. We've been we've been kind of expecting it at some point, but you never really 
are ready for it, even though you think you are. So that, I mean, that took us down for a little bit. Your dad has had some health problems for a while, but. I mean, even my, even, I mean, we've been married, coming on 13 years. Yeah, this August. Together, 14 this past April. And honestly. Shout out to the haters who thought we would never make it past year two. (laughs) No one was a bigger defender of this woman when, you know, you have bumps in the road going along the way than my brother and my dad. Her and my dad had a great bond, so it hit us both hard. Yeah. I mean, most people are like, oh, was your dad, she couldn't, whatever. No, it hit her as hard. Your dad really filled a huge place in my heart with everything. I I mean, if listeners have listened to every episode, you, I mean, <laughs> you know how our family can be, uh, particularly my family. Your family Mine has always very been accepting. very accepting. They just don't want to hear about it. But your, I, mean, I, I didn't have the best upbringing as well, you know, so your dad really offered that like, you know, even though he's your dad, he's my father-in-law, but it's like, he just, he had no problem. Like if we were having an argument or something like that of telling me, like telling me things like, oh no, my son, you know, he shouldn't have said that or blah, blah, blah. Like when we were younger and stuff and whatnot, but he also had no problem also kind of talking to me like a daughter, like but you didn't really have to go so bad shit crazy now, did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Uh, so, but he was always like the the cool guy who just really. So, I mean, in in a, in a reality, you had two people that were devastated by something, and that was coming off the heels of what you dealt with. Yeah. So, um, I think I had mentioned this that uh, some time ago I had a very 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 close. Vanilla friend of mine, one of the few vanilla friends actually have left, um, obviously was fighting cancer. Uh, Things were starting to look good. And then unfortunately, it was just a rapid decrease. And, you know, not to really put out too many of her details out there, but unfortunately, we lost her. And that was probably, that was right before we were supposed to go to Chicago Exotica. And the thing is, is that I had literally fought back and forth on, okay, I can go out to Chicago, maybe just me so that I can do some of the things I had planned out there. I can go out. I'll just, I'll do like a a 24 hour, 48 hour, like no sleep. Like I'll go there. I'll take a flight there, do the, uh, all, you know, the convention during the time that I could. And then like take like a, a flight back type of thing in order to get to her memorial service as well. And there was nothing that I can do about any of the planning because that's your friend. Her family was taking care of it. You know, I would never ask someone like, hey, even though I'm like her best friend and really like, <laughs> who who would do that? You know, like, hey, can you please accommodate so I can go to, you know, a sex convention? No, no, exactly. <laughs> and ironically, and this weird irony that you were getting ready to go to Miami before my it was going to be right around, right. It was right after when my dad, it was that week, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, I was that, flying out that Monday. Yes. And, and it for anyone on that Day, is like, Monday. oh, what a coincidence. Do you know how long it takes to get your money back from an airline when you have to put that there was a death and all the shit you have to send them yeah, I had to, to send, get your I refund? I had to send the death certificate. It ain't worth the lot. I had to send the obituary. <laughs> it was, um, no, but it, yeah. but that one, I mean, it, pure, I actually, irony. We, we had a nice conversation because I felt immense guilt. And I said to you, you were like, why, why? You've been amazing. And I said, I I am very, I'm kind of sad that I missed out because I was up for an X-Biz award. I was up for an, like uh, best BBW cam model. And I mean, hello, like that's just fucking awesome. Um, you know, an award show that they kind of do very much like a red carpet no, type of style. No. 
I spent a lot of money on dresses because they have theme nights and stuff like that. I was really looking forward to just. Did you wear one on cam? Huh? From that trip? What? The green one? Yes, that was okay. one of them. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I was like, well, now I got to start. Yeah. I, I have a full gown for the award show. When am I going to uh, wear that? I said, I'm going to put this I on camp one day. So. Yeah, They're no. just going to log in and I'm going to be in this full, like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. forward length dress, which I'll save it for probably some themed, like, because yeah, it's a we'll very sexy see through dress. So I like Take it. Take you but. out for New Year's Eve. Well, it is see through. I feel like I got to be in a certain environment <laughs> in order to wear that dress. No, I think you can get away with it at a New Year's Eve thing. <laughs> Maybe. Give me some pasties, I guess, yeah. just in case. Yeah, but. absolutely. Well, definitely pasties. But yeah, and we, it just, Things were just going uh, terrible in a sense that, you know, and of course with Chris losing his dad, his dad was his absolute best friend together with his brother. It hit him hard. And, you know, we had to deal with that. We had to obviously help out Chris's mom uh, who was dealing with everything on her own. But, you know, time has passed and we've all kind of gotten back into family the engagements old routine. In June. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and whatnot. So it's been crazy. Uh, we've been out and about a little bit with the lifestyle and all um so it's not like you guys are missing out on like uh, we're not out there fucking every day <laughs> so like you're not missing out on tons well, of shit well here. i will say we are in a different um you know we i feel like we're really officially embracing empty nesting we're yeah. empty nested yeah absolutely and we have been for a little bit now and it's like you do have so much more time when that, the, when oh, all that definitely. happens and stuff. And I feel like, I mean, I this is part of the podcast to catch up on things. I 110% have really put myself out there um, more so on the dating apps for single men. And I will tell you this. Whatever the single guys are drinking in the water, keep doing it. You because I have not had such amazing luck. Have absolutely. I know. You've been grinding. I've seen it. <laughs> Every time I turn around, her phone has like yellow to it. I'm like, oh, must be Bumble. Oh, she's going out again. Oh, she's doing that. She went so hard on Plenty of Fish, she got kicked off. I did. well, Plenty of Fish. That was a whole level of toxic. I actually really appreciate Bumble. Like sometimes when I do run into the douchebags on Bumble, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Bumble's good to. <laughs> exactly. The grass was not greener on the other I, side. I, I forgot to leave. I but, did leave out that you were complaining every day too about assholes so, <laughs> from uh, from POF. Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, but yeah, POF, not POV. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other different podcast, yeah. honey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you know, now you were out there. You're out there grinding. You know, single men summer, right? Uh, yes, yeah, I mean, it's the summer of slut single man style, so yeah, Oh my god, you guys hit me with a whole lot of S. Not that I haven't been trying with couples, because let me tell you something, I have really been wanting to embrace even more so the unicorn, you know, lifestyle, and, um, I, you know, I, I myself lowered, not, not, oh my god, I almost said lower my standards, I'm gonna be honest, I almost slipped out, but I meant, like, lower my, what, my comfortability, or not, maybe it's not lower, it's growing, because, like, I used to, like, have a rule, like, I'm not really good at playing with newer couples because I feel like there's always tension sometimes. And I feel like I can't You're, 100% enjoy myself because I'm like, like, you, you you good? Everyone's good, right? Right? Like, we want to, do we want to have a little powwow just to make sure what we've done is okay so far? <laughs> like, you're just being a little more open-minded with certain things that you were not anti, but you were iffy on. Yes. It, you usually swayed to the no. 
Yes. Now you're swaying a little to the yes. 100%. So, you know, newer couples, I'm totally fine with. I used to maybe also, for my comfortability, um, be with more submissive couples. You know, now I'm okay if one of them is, you know, dominant, particularly the, the male, because yes. I'm like, you know, sometimes, you know, what's their level of aggressiveness? Maybe it's not the same as mine, although I have to be honest, we're going to get into some BDSM talk on another episode. The level of our BDSM in our personal life, you and I, that we've been engaging in, um, I don't. I don't think anyone can really get too aggressive there, in a sense. I mean, they can, obviously. But I was, I was about to. I was about to make a joke because you were like, uh, I'm. I'm more open to it. There's uh, if they're not just a submissive couple, if mm-hmm. if one of them is dominant, and usually I prefer the guy and whatnot. And I was gonna be like, well, if the guy was submissive and the female was dominant, that's a thing for me and you. You better bring her ass over here. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. But can we like work something yeah. out here? No. Um. But the couples, the couples have been, I have to say, we, we've we had a few um, club experiences during this time off here, and just a few, more so, you know, private parties that we've gone to that we've hosted, um, but we have gone to the club, I think twice, honestly, since since the, the recording of the last podcast time. It's been so long that you start to think, like, wait a minute, it was twice, right? Um, How about this? It's been so long since we recorded that podcast. I have some notes of something we were going to talk about, and I'm not even going to try because <laughs> I don't want to be we wrong should think of this about like anything. Season two, so yeah. like we, we don't say, know where this is going to go. I'm like, <laughs> uh, we were going to come back on. I like, promise we get, we didn't rebrand, guys. We're yeah, here. We did not rebrand. So we're, we're here. Season two. But I feel like ever since we started the podcast, we have gone. We go gaps. We do go gaps, and we've explained it. Like back, I mean, we've had the podcast. Four years. We've always said that our family schedule gets crazy busy come the fall with all the activities and stuff like that. And I feel like that's where we would, you know, kind of go more when we first started out trying to do every week. And then, which was great when you first start out as a podcaster and you're like, well, I'm not a newer swinger. I have been swinging for five years. I have five years of stories already, right? So you're like, oh, I can pump out a podcast every week. Absolutely. 100%. And you're, you're like, okay. But once you start catching up you learn on the quickly. backstories and you know that you're not like a, like you're not swinging every day. You're not swinging sometimes every week. Once you're caught up on all the backstories and now people are at your like current life, they're like, well, wait a minute. I don't want to put out just like repetitive information or podcasts. I'm definitely not going to make up stories just for fucking entertainment. So exactly. if I'm not no, swinging, you run out of then, shit to talk yeah, about a little bit exactly. in, in a way, um, it's not like, uh, if you were doing like a general podcast about anything, yeah, you could put one out once a week because you can just come up with different topics sure, and yeah. everything. The world, this is yeah, a particular yeah. niche. This is a particular <laughs> niche and subject. That <laughs> how many times can we talk about STIs or STDs or? Well, I do believe in updating oh, things I, oh, up our updated yeah. information. But yes, you're right. Like I'm not going to like if I haven't just to put one out. Yeah, if I didn't yeah. swing for three weeks because my life was busy or. You know, you get sick sometimes, you know. There's a reason we're only on episode 81. We've been doing it for four years. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, but I will say this. Can I say something? And people are probably going to be shocked because I, you know, I I get it. I've given some podcasters shit in the past about like, I don't understand how you can constantly be swinging and doing this and doing that, yada, yada, right? We're empty nests and have been. I see it. I can see how it can happen. Oh, absolutely. Like the amount of dates that I've been going on for anyone are that significantly is like, increased because if, my schedule has, even though I'm building a brand, has significantly 
increased. Everyone's doing their own thing, you know, and it's like there's no longer those extra responsibilities. No, absolutely. For everyone that, um, if you ever hear someone give you like, oh, we've done this, we've done that, we've done that, if they have no obligations, you can believe it because you do have a lot of free time. Yes. And whatnot. Yes. So I kind of, I guess I owe you know, podcasters who either don't have families like that or or maybe they too are empty nested and stuff like that, you know. Um, I can see it. I can see the increase in play, which would be the increase in stories and stuff like so that. So are you talking so. to anybody right now? Yeah. Okay. Who's that? I got which one you want. I don't know. <laughs> what one, what I, one has the more likely chance of getting in your pants? Well, I can't, I can't say his name. Oh, but it's actually, it's someone from Plenty of Fish, even though I got kicked off of Plenty of Fish, which is the, for bullying, mind you. I got kicked off for bullying for telling men not to stop sending me their unsolicited dick pics on there. But I was, I was a little mean when I, when I, my response, but I literally put, please don't send me dick pics, you know? Yeah. So, um, but no, so there was one dude though, I had given him my number like literally probably like 12 hours before because it was the night before i woke up that morning and i was like oh i have no notifications on plenty of fish i know I when the click into like, the app, it was like, we kicked this, uh this profile off for violating community guidelines bullying <laughs> i was like, I have like nine tinder numbers banned <laughs> from uh google voice numbers <laughs> right so i'm sitting there and i'm like oh but i had gotten his number he's really nice he actually he he has been smooth and he's been the perfect combination of talking dirty or naughty talk, like feeling each other out for what we're into, but also respectful. Is this the one that recovered day. from something? Huh? Like made it, made a boo-boo in the beginning of the conversation yes. and oh, my we man. were ready to rip shreds What is, what is the most, you're a sports guy. What's the most like upset last minute play ever? I mean, all I can remember is Villanova because I watched that live. With the three-point shot at the like when we won, uh, probably the one that gets talked about the most. I don't even know if it was. I don't even know if it was at the buzzer. It was Joe Montana in the back of the end zone? Okay, well, if you if you watch when the last time Villanova won, the Villanova won is yeah, perfect. I mean, I personally witnessed that. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, he literally was like, the there guy. Was no who, time. The guy. No, no. There's no time. I'm getting my. I'm my finger is like going to hit the unmatch or block whatever button on on plenty of fish, and I see a message pack pop back up from him. I curiosity of course always kills me so I go into it and he said something very awesome and kind of recovering-ish it was so awesome a mix of comedy and like but he was very genuine I could tell in that he misread the situation yeah yada and I gave him my phone no I, actually I think this dude I think you were camming while you were talking though. yeah I think yeah. I remember hearing that's yeah. how I knew he was the, he yeah. he made like a rocket mortgage co uh comment to me and it was Listen, I can't. It's I'm gonna keep that between me and him. Like I'm giggling because it's like I will say, "Wow, you say you literally last minute saved it." And then he's been one of the best guys I'm talking to. But and he he's the one who knows he knows Ots. He's like, "Oh, do you go to Ots?" He's okay. there all the time. And I'm yep, like, "Oh, yeah, you're yeah. super local, a super local fuckboy who, you know, can just like." Listen, blow my back out, and I promise you that I will just swallow every last drop of you and consistently drain your balls. As long as you're respectful and local and we are on the same page. Bro, this woman is horny every day. 
Like every day. My libido has increased since we've done edibles. I didn't think – oh, well, no, you know, because I think I had more – I've always been a sexual person, but I have had more moments where I'm okay with going X amount of days without sex or anything the, like that. But only, I also cam every day and I do almost have at least one orgasm. The on only camp. reason we don't fuck every day is yeah. A, if we're having some vicious fun. Yes. Even then, sometimes you fuck me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You might not come, but I do. <laughs> or if we're like cuddling, touchy-feely cuddling, and then you just fall asleep. Because <laughs> yeah. you're so comfy. You're so comfy. Or yeah. you or you take an indica thinking. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's not our fault. That was the last one in the package, and there was a reason it looked different. But, but yeah, sorry. So the single men are going well, oh and gosh. the summer has I've just had started. F- oh, my God. I've had a few dates already yeah. that ended up in some sexy i feel like each one's going to be their own episode because oh, we can do that how they yeah, did yeah, that we're no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. when i say we'll a lot out. when i say a lot i mean we're we're after the fourth of july it's been about it's been four dudes my girl, which for me to find four consistent like kind of guys, relatively back to back shoot your shot be respectful be local because she she's not gonna i love you but if <laughs> or, you're in like California. You don't have to be like a hundred and ten percent local. Like if no. I'm, if I'm tr- like yeah. I love when I went to Chicago yeah. and oh, had yeah. some fun. Okay, there you go. There you go. Sure, shop. Be respectful. She's horny. How are couples go? Because you said you wanted to get back on that search again after you took a little bit of a break. Oh yeah, we were talking about that. Um, um, sorry, the single men. I'm just like no, no, no. I, no. I will say this. I don't know. Maybe it's because of the sex positive culture out there and people being more open and talking about how like men should be acting in the lifestyle. I don't know if that's a part of it or it's just maybe I'm doing better at vetting better people like faster in a sense. But, um, the single men are just, or maybe it's just my run of the luck. And then I'm just, it's like a ticking, like I'm just counting down to when I'll start hitting douchebag after douchebag after douchebag. But, Honestly, I'm really disappointed in couples, and that's coming from me, a couple. Okay, <laughs> because well, that you're a couple. They were. I a I've been very much more active on field again, yes. and using field mostly for. I mean, I'm there. I'm open. They we have you linked. Your profile's linked there for you know other couples as well, like for swapping. But I'm very active in the in my bio that says mostly looking to be a unicorn for a couple, and I go you know the details I can go into about like what my preference is but I also do tell people listen I'm also a switch so if if you are into something that I might not have listed on here still like let's see if we match send me a message or I'll send you a message but so I've been very much more active on there because I really do want to I like being with couples there's something hot about having just like the two people are are there to like worship you in a sense, if you really think about it. I mean, yes, I'm still there to give pleasure. I want to give both of them pleasure, trust me. So in a sense, I'm worshiping them. But it's like two people who are in a relationship together, like they are like cor- like caressing and loving on you. They're so- coming. Come on, I'm talking about it. Is this I, I like, I'm getting I, myself excited. <laughs> I I'm can't like, this I feel it's like I'm in, I feel like I'm in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, feel I just like, want to start touching myself. I feel right like, now, like I feel like <laughs> I just put myself in a trance just listening to you describe it. <laughs> Do you know what I think the listeners will probably recognize most and maybe even enjoy? Because that's always I think been a little bit of the, you know, the constructive criticism that we get is that uh, you're talking a lot more. <laughs> 
I'm talking a lot less. Oh, uh, from the edible then? Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah I mean, I don't know if you're talking less now. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not talking less now. I feel like I'm letting you finish your <laughs> statement. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, that's my moment to refocus myself. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I feel like I'm just directing us through this. Here we yeah. go. But, uh, all right, so couples being a little more difficult. Yeah, I mean, so I've been back on field for a little bit, and I – you know, some of the couples, man, it, it's just even so the women, I'm surprised the women are being super aggressive um, and kind of a, I don't know what the term is, probably because I'm high, but um, I don't want to say manipulative, but like when they're trying to like, they make you feel bad about certain things, they're like guilt, about, about like a boundary or you. yeah, like about a boundary, like, oh, um, you know, like okay there was one who they the cream pie is always like a big issue right i really don't run into the cream pie conversation with a lot of couples because most couples are i mean we're almost all on the same page we're all wearing condoms protection yeah absolutely yada yada yada, right it's also it mostly stems from the single men you know they want to cream do you do cream pies and whatnot i get it yeah and you know i and i understand listen if (laughs) i get the entire sexiness of oh, being filled. Especially as a cuck. Well, exactly. But the reality of it is is that it's just not safe, right? But you do get a lot of the requests from the single men. I, you know what it's safe? It's safe when you're when you have a consistent couple and you guys are regularly tested and you're close enough partners enough yeah, that you do that. I also want to just But that's not you're like you're not really looking to date a couple. Right. And I'm, um, you know, it's and I'm not judging anybody that would be open to that. It's just not my preference for it. I you really don't run into it when it's a couple swapping with another couple. Like I don't I don't ever and I this was my first time of actually running into, you know, the female partner of a couple who wanted it to happen as well. Yeah, well, you, you know, know, couple and couple, it's either porn <laughs> or they're actual swingers and they understand the safety of it. Right, right. The safety of condoms and safe play. Absolutely, that's what so, I mean. Oh, yeah. you're you're talking about yeah. reality versus yeah. pornography, exactly. Like in the porn yeah. industry. In the yeah. porn industry, yeah. When it's you content may, purposes, they're, they're tested all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I always talk about on cam because you always get that. Like they're like, oh, how many cream? When they find out, I go. I've I've gone to the club. I'm very honest with you know my my followers and all. Plus, it's fun talking to them about it, educating them, telling them fun stories and stuff like that. It's always. Um, cause obviously my name is Danielle in there. It's like, Oh, Danielle, um, how many cream pies did you take at the club? And I go, none. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. Should I be more of the fantasy? But then I wouldn't be authentic me, you know, in a sense. So yeah, I don't think you could not be you. Yeah. You, I, would, you wouldn't feel <laughs> but right. I do not explain being, it yeah. to them. And everyone, yeah. everyone has been pretty receptive of it. You get a couple douchebags that are like, Oh, you're not a real whore then. I'm like, wait, I'm a, but I'm a safe whore. Like, <laughs> and what's funny is, um, because you'll let me do it occasionally. Right. Because obviously we're married, we're clean, yeah. whatever. And that's why I say I get the fetish You'll mention it. that and it won't do anything for them. Right. Because <laughs> whatever. But it, yeah, but no. So the couples though, like when I say push boundaries or whatever, like when I said, oh yeah, you know, um, I'm not, I wear, you know, he'll have to wear protection with me and stuff like that. And it was the, oh shucks, are you sure? We'll be tested and everything. And I feel like, I don't think it was done maliciously, right? Like that she was maybe trying to push my boundaries, but like 
shouldn't my no the first time been like, I guess she was probably trying to say, okay, just so you know, we are tested. Like she was trying to add that extra, like the icing on the cake kind of try to, to like solidify the deal. But like if I was into it, I feel like I would have said, uh, oh, I only do that with tested couples, you know, but no, yeah, I said, no. no, he has to wear a condom with me. And it was like the, are you sure we're, we're going to be tested? And it's exactly. like, exactly. Why yeah. are you making me question my, question my boundary? Like, yes, that's it. <laughs> then it's People like, now I'm having these thoughts like, oh my God, is he going to like stealth the condom like during the play or, and pretend like it fell off or, or once, whatever. Once, I don't know. Once a single person or even a couple or whoever, once anyone tests your boundaries, in a way you don't feel comfortable, then that's an immediate red flag. Right. And honestly, I would just step away at that point. It's not worth. Yeah. If they're willing to do that, what, like you said, what are they willing to right. go to? But it was her that did that. Like, and it was like, okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Because it's, normally the women are usually yeah. very. Yeah. The easier ones to talk to. They don't want dick pics or right. naked pics or whatever. Right. They don't exactly. want to go right into dirty talk. They want to get to know you a little bit. Yeah. Then move into that. Yeah, and if you'd be surprised that it's I'm finding that it's mostly the women who are kind of being a little more pushy with me. The only thing I can say and it's not an excuse is when they call women that will play with couples unicorns, they do it for a reason. You're very hard to find. So when they find one, they do whatever they can to try to make it happen. Yeah. And I think But I'm easy. You don't have to like, but I do think, I mean, you have to respect me and you have to also respect what I'm comfortable doing as a unicorn. You know, you and I might not have many like limitations or rules together and stuff like that, but me alone with someone, I have my own boundaries with them. You know, I'm no, there's no anal play and stuff like that. Anything like that. I mean, ours is still protection. So, oh yeah, that's still the same. Well, no, I'm saying like, I might... I, I particularly do not do any restraint play where I'm restrained down on oh, a first yeah, date. Yeah, I'll yeah. have a consistent, if I have a consistent play partner, if that includes a couple, um, once I get to more comfortable with you, of course, restrain me down. All, I'm like that's That will literally satisfy the submissive side of me since I'm a switch. But I'm if I'm not on that first date, I don't care. You could be, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Charming, you know. It's for my own personal level. And maybe it is because I watch too many ID channel episodes. I spent a lot of time watching crime. I I also know that I, you know, I do have a family. I want to, you know, I don't want anything to happen to me because I didn't, I mean, I trusted the wrong people or something like that, you know? Exactly. So. No, definitely. But like that, but you'll be surprised. Like there's women that are like, oh, well, my, only my husband's the dom. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. Well, he's going to want to tie us both up up and he wants to like tie us together and stuff and i'm like that i'm not down for that like well, let's play a couple times yeah let's get comfortable oh, well, he he does he wants to and i'm like why are you speaking on his behalf <laughs> like, <laughs> like well, I that mean, feels I, like her dumb and kind of well actually wouldn't he speak on her behalf i guess i don't know whatever I mean, it depends i don't try to label people's dynamics yeah, because true. I always go, but, or the majority, but I mean, that is not the beauty of the lifestyle. You can cater anything to what you want, but yeah, couples. I mean, if you're a couple that listens to us, we have quite a few of you, (laughs) um, you're looking for a unicorn. Just, I would say just like, I chill. I feel like there's a lot more sex positivity out there that like more, more women are, are wanting to I think embrace they their be. sexuality. Yeah. yeah. They want to embrace this new dynamic. You we know? want to make them feel welcome so they want to keep coming back and they maybe talk to other people to come right. and join the lifestyle. They may have a friend that 
is interested and if they have positive reviews about it because we're all respectful to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, listen, I don't, I speak, I can only speak for myself, but I treat another woman that we're courting, uh, I guess we'll say whatever. That's a cute way of saying it. Uh, courting. The way I treat my wife. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, because she deserves to be treated as if she was like a girlfriend or something at that level. Yeah. Um, Even though you're mostly getting together for the sexual yes. relationship aspect, I think people forget that you should still come with the human aspect of it, of treating a person how you would treat someone in her position. Exactly. You know? How if you're going to be, someone you're gonna be taking her to bed, you should be treating her like your wife or your girlfriend or your partner because you t- that's how you take her to bed. Is now, it, yes, if some women like it a little bit, you know, they, their, their dynamic could be, well, I take my I take my wife to bed rough. Okay, well, then you're going to have to find a unicorn that's into that. Stop trying to coerce it or be like, are you sure? Make her question it. Now she's questioning herself. Like, wait a minute. Now, what I do I like, though. Am I asking for too much? Is it me? <laughs> I do like that more couples are being upfront about what they look are looking for. Yes. Um. So that's a positive. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to discourage. Like, no, oh, no, we're no, not no, gonna... no, no, no. And it's been it's very the, I rare. I think you just got to accept the first response, you know, like... Absolutely. Even if you think, oh, well, I forgot to say this to that, her. Maybe maybe it'll change her mind. She would have said that. She would have said, I only do that if or whatever. Yeah, so It was absolutely. a flat out no or no, I'm sorry. That's not my dynamic. No, I'm not a switch. I'm... Maybe, she, maybe she's purely dominant. And if they you know? do do it, but yeah. later on, they'll be like... Oh, I do do it, but not right away. I I, I got to get comfortable yeah, exactly. first, yada, yada. Exactly. 100%. And, and whatnot. But I mean, but yeah, yeah, don't, but don't, I, it's not a lot. It's only a very few that you've run into. Yeah. And like, just, think of like 10 couples. It's been like two, um, maybe three at most. Yeah, yeah. That have had a couple. The other ones, they Well, no, they those were the ones that pushed the boundaries. Yeah. The other ones were just a little. Sometimes it doesn't it's work like, out for reasons. I get it. And I think sometimes. Couples are limited on their time, right? You exactly. don't know you don't know their family dynamic. But if I can't meet with them, it does have middle link up. That's yeah. Well, yeah. some of them get kind of aggressive if you can't meet up with them right away, and it's like, okay, I'm sorry, I my schedule, I'm not even in the state at that moment, you know, like so. No, absolutely. but no. So the, it's just ironic that my version of my unicorns are single men, right? Because I feel like we've had very good. Um, sexual experiences and friendships made with a lot of single women. We've talked about on the podcast threesomes and whatnot. Um, I feel like my unicorn, though, are always going to be single men. But for whatever reason, someone sprinkled the unicorn fairy dust. <laughs> and my unicorns are doing very well. That's because <laughs> you go about it differently than most people. And I don't mean in that do way. Mean? All right, so you have women that probably don't necessarily have. I'm not saying their standards are low, but they just they're just looking to play. So they they don't care about the riffraff, right? Right. right. The little details. They're right. just looking to play. They're going to meet and play. Right. Then you have someone like you, where you're actually trying to have a relationship uh, in a sense of. If it's a one-time thing, it's a one-time thing, but you're happy to find a steady play partner. Yeah. I so mean, you got to have a dynamic where you kind of get along. Right. But I, you know what I mean? So I'm always torn on that topic, right? Because I do, we've had it. I do sometimes like the one night stand or one time fling aspect of things. It's, it's hot. It's sexy. I think I masturbate to more of my one night stands or the, or like the randoms more 
because it's so incredibly hot and it's like you'll never get that again. I so will you say, like want to keep replaying it. And they normally happen when you're already out. It, unplanned. Yeah. 100%. The people you're, you though spend more of your time going to go out every day. Right. Talking through these apps, trying to find people to play with. Right. So they got to have a dynamic that you mesh with. Yeah, I do. But so. I also find the – so I'm torn. That was the one side that I'm torn on. This side is that I do like – the like I feel like sex is even hotter at times when you have a connection like more so like even when I and when I say emotional like um I count like having like a sense of humor like emotional like you're not you know you're a tough cookie you know you get on the same Hell, page your of that. connection could be that you guys just enjoy your company when you're at the yeah. bar having a couple beers and part of like what I love doing is I love getting naughty in public in a sense of I won't do anything I get the whole public play aspect but like that's not my thing right like I'm just no thank you but I do like the public teasing like the when you are you know I like putting my hand on like his inner thigh I like leaning I like close that. to him I like that too I'm by always the way wearing, like my tits are always out like they are just out if I put like when I wear a hoodie when I wear a hoodie it's like they're fighting like to escape out of the hoodie so they're like this is not how you keep us so I like leaning in with the cleavage and I like kissing and ma like making out is a huge foreplay of mine. I love making I out. I like that too. Yes. So <laughs> just saying everything I like what you're talking. So I just I I feel like you can do that with someone more consistent, you know, and then you get to yeah. you get to make it even naughtier each time you're out. Like, and like I said, maybe I slip my panties off out in the bathroom and I give them to him while we're sitting at the bar and telling your one night stands yeah, like <laughs> rarely come from you talking to someone on an app. They usually come from unplanned, already out. Right. Maybe me and you are out or maybe you're out with some friends and bing bang boom, you stumble upon someone. He's nice in the moment, respectful in the moment, but the quick moment. Then the night you do your thing or whatever. You guys right. get out of there right away and do your thing. Um and whatnot. I think that's the difference. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with the female in a hot wife couple relationship, cuckold type relationship or whatever, that her one main goal is I want to go get laid to cuck my husband or anything like that. So that way's okay. Your way's okay. Right. But that's what makes it harder for you to find what you're looking for compared to that way. They are just looking for someone that's respectful in the moment and can do the job. Yes. You're looking for someone that you can go to the bar with, have a couple drinks, get your back blown out. Yeah. And over time, because you have a kind of a weird, like kind of a, a friends of benefits relationship. Yes. That it's like, all right, we don't have to meet the bar. I'll be over or whatever. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to always end, like be a date first. Like, exactly. It's like, like, listen, I'm fucking horny. And, and that's and why. Because what are here's you doing? A, and here's the key. Here's the, here's the caveat. You put out there, you're married. Looking for that. Right. That makes guys not have to try or not want to try. They're like, oh, I don't got to lie to her. I don't got to tell her I want to be in a relationship. So you get a lot of the men that are probably going to lie to another girl, tell her that they want to get married, just get in her pants and then hurt her. You get those guys because they don't have to do that. So you're, mm. but. They can kind of be douchey at times. Okay. Because look what they would do. Right. So when they end up being douchey, because you do want to communicate and have a conversation first. Yeah. They get kicked at a curb right away. So mm. that's what makes them unicorn to you. It's not that your standards are high. 
the process you you're going about it makes more it more lengthy makes it more easier to see that they're a douchebag before you know so it's before more, other women know so it's more lengthy before i even go on the date in yeah, a sense a little bit. i feel like i'm filtering through, through so many frogs so early on like, it's like hey i i it's monday i'm free thursday because you do have a work and a life outside of that yeah it's monday i'm free thursday and that gives them three days to fuck up right <laughs> so 100 and shout out to my fellow man a lot of us are good <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it's i <sighs> Listen, I keep so saying So I see it. why it's a unicorn to you. Yeah, but I mean... A female's a unicorn to me because I can get a hundred dudes lined up right now to fuck you. You may not like them. <laughs> they might be douchebags. <laughs> but they'll do it. So it's easy to get laid. You think that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pump the brakes. I think I'm going to challenge you on something. I could you have... You think out of a hundred dudes... Okay, to fuck me now. Here, I'm not putting myself down, so nothing like that. But let's just be let's just be real. I don't look like Megan Fox, okay? <laughs> Megan Fox ain't got nothing on you, well, girl. Well, I mean, hey. Hey, by the way, but, we love Megan Fox. And no, I, I, hey, Megan, if you want to hang out, I'm saying there are dudes that probably wouldn't find my curvy body or yeah, something like that. Fine, yeah. What I'm saying is, you're saying out of a hundred dudes, just random. All a hundred of those, there were like not one would step out and be like, "No, nope, I'm not into bigger girls." That's an excellent question. You're right. There is a likelihood that probably 15% of them would do that. So 15 of them. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with but you. I know I also, what you're about to But say. I also believe that there's a chance that those 15 could be swayed into doing it when they're like, hey, I'm horny. That's what I'm come. So whereas a guy, or even a couple, we might get a couple, three. Maybe three. And two will probably be very I knew where you were going to go with your I get it. You're saying the likelihood. It's still yeah. way easier. Yeah. The dynamic. But, but the reason they're unicorn, like I said, the reason they're unicorns used is because the way you go about it, which there's nothing wrong with the way you go about it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the way the other women go about it. Yeah. Just different paths. You just get, like I said, you give them more time to fuck up. That's all. <laughs> That's very true. I do. I actually do. For people that probably think like, oh, she's probably like, you know, unless he's a super douchebag from the beginning, because there are, listen, no, you've seen there it. are, yep. I have seen it. I think yep. I posted some of the, you know, um, screenshots and I still protect their, their I mean, personal information. Usually it's the dude part. that his first message is, man, my tits would look, my, my, or my tits, my cock would look great in those tits. That's your first message. <laughs> yeah. So, but I usually give people, because I understand it. It's first of all, you're you're conveying through text, right? Yeah, annoying as yeah, fuck. Yeah, you never know. You can't that. hear people's tone of exactly. voices. All that fun. Sarcasm shit, right? is is horrible. One hundred percent. So I think that's my version of like when people like you know the the gimmick of back in the day of like you would you would just go like um, groovy or whatever like when you were super high like there's a word or like dude or whatever. Yeah. What have you been? Mine saying? is one hundred percent. I'm pretty sure yeah. I said one hundred percent. Hey, a little challenge out there to our, our kinksters. <laughs> if she said 100% on a numerous amount of times, please send me how many. I was curious now. Please email and I don't like. We're dead serious. DM, yeah. email, I, tweet at us. I don't care. Like, what was the count? Because I really, 100%, like, stop. I really Did think I find that. myself saying groovy like a drive-in movie more? Like, I'm in the 60s or some shit? But that's just, I because I realized I said that, I was like, 
it just it just like light bulb went off like i feel like you've said this a lot (laughs) i I find myself having to edit my podcast more (laughs) because i keep saying shit that i really don't want to say because it just sounds awkward (laughs) yeah like more like submissive type stuff and you're like i don't if they don't know our dynamic yet yeah they're not gonna know like no she's not mean to me (laughs) yes yes yes, yes. but what were we talking about Uh, Uh, we're we're talking about the uh the couples no 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 but the, the giving, you know, yeah. I you can't tell the di- you can't tell someone's um, tone of voice, and all through messaging. So sometimes, and sometimes you're limited on the what you can write in your bio, like the amount of characters, right? So people have questions; they want to know what you mean by swinger, they want to know what you mean by this and that and stuff like that. So I'm totally fine with the questions and stuff. When people find out I'm an adult entertainer, I'm totally fine with them asking, "Well, what does that mean?" and stuff like that. And I tell them right away, like, "I'm not here to sell you anything. Like, I'm not here to no. Like, <laughs> I'm here for." The genuine lifestyle because i'll ask you like oh you have links or what's your name on there and stuff i'm like don't worry about it you know no exactly but i do understand that there's questions and sometimes those questions i if i i try really hard to give people multiple chances because what if i'm misreading their texts what if they're being saying it as like an uncomfortable like they're nervous too a guy can be nervous talking to a girl no like, not no, dudes are like douchebags who are like think that there are the shit you know no exactly and some people might not interact very well and it's let's just all admit it's awkward as fuck it's awkward as fuck to interact on these apps when back in the day it was way more interesting to meet people at a bar which is probably maybe that's my old soul part of me because i don't know if i'm considered old or whatnot at 36 apparently i'm a freshman <laughs> <laughs> that's what we learned yesterday but um there was something just more unique and different about that. You could you could see people's facial expressions and how they were, their body language towards you and everything. You're literally trying to get to know someone through the internet and you could be getting catfish. They think I, you might be catfish. The guy them. from POF oh. is the prime example <laughs> of how you can fix and recover. Right. You're right. given ample opportunity and chance to recover. And, me and him have plans. Because like you for said, next week. sometimes sarcasm. <laughs> Doesn't come over well through right. text or messengers. So if I'm if I'm like deleting you off out of my messages or like unfriending you and un- unmatching you, whatever you want to call it, um, then you have like I'm only doing that because I'm getting a very very bad vibe from you, and I've given you multiple chances, and I've tried to steer you in the right direction, but you just keep deviating. No, so to I, me I, you're selfish. You know I'm getting yeah, selfish absolutely. Vibe, like, like you can't you can't even like. You can't even recognize that you're trying. Someone's trying to deviate you back on the right path to getting what you want, and that's laid. And what no, I mean, let's be honest. Yes, so. listen, friends. I I feel like I still don't. I still stand by. No one has to romance me. We don't have to chat friends every day. Friends with isn't romance. Exactly. What happened? We saw exactly. that movie. But it's like, okay, I want to wear like a short, maybe leather skirt or something like that with no panties on, right? And like my whatever, my shoes and stuff like that. But no, I have a point to this with my friends with benefits. And I want to kind of tease them a little bit, have a nice night out, have a couple cocktails. We're playing pool. I'm bending over. And, you know, he knows I'm not wearing any panties. So what he chooses to do when he walks past me is up to him type of thing. And now I'm not saying like the, like whatever, but like I want him to know there's no panties under that. It's the teasing aspect. And plus when you, when I got, listen, I don't know how you feel, but when I'm, when I'm free balling it, yeah. If you put your hand down there on the outside, you can feel a difference than if I had 
like boxer right. on. Like if he decides to walk past and kind of brush like up. exactly his, his fr like front side behind like behind me, absolutely. But he knows I just brush up against her. She has no panties on. I if I wanted to when I got her into the car, I could just lift her skirt up and you know exactly. do whatever it's type a, of thing. It's, that, it's the it's it builds yes. it. God, building up is great. Like, <laughs> we we. Well, what, I get, what, it, what, I get what, the whole wham bam, but technically, if a dude's jerking off, isn't that his own wham bam? Thank you, ma'am. Listen, we like because uh, a dude could probably can you. Be honest. All right, go ahead. I am I am away or whatever, right? And do I jerk week, off? Yes, you jerk off, or I don't even care if I'm in the house. Jerk the fuck off if you want to jerk off. But I'm saying, like, how I like long? Doing it with how you. long do you think it takes you <laughs> to jerk off when you have uninterrupted um, time? If I'm horny, yeah, uninterrupted time because it's equal to if you're fucking a girl for a way. If I'm man, horny, I could you probably interrupt. If I'm horny, I could probably get off in a minute or two. Really? Yeah. I got to be aching. Like, whatever I'm watching or reading or thinking about has to be hitting that. Okay. That what if you're center. not aching, but you're horny? And you're like, but I haven't I haven't come in a while. I want to. Kind of forcing it in a way. Yeah. Five, ten minutes. Okay. So that's equal to a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. First of all, like, can you imagine just, I mean, the wham, you wouldn't even get to the bam. If and you on the very few occasions, <laughs> you just give up. <laughs> well, that's the whiskey dick because you get the opposite. You get the I don't come dick. When there are times when there's no whiskey involved. Um, but yeah, no. I so the whole point of that <laughs> is I feel like a dude's very like why aren't they wanting to do a build up and have the sexy time? Like why are we just jumping sometimes right in? It's different, I guess, if you have once you've built up that relationship. Maybe you're doing a dom and submissive. Um, relationship like dynamic of having an open relationship right and you're doing actual multiple scenes right with each other and i'm not talking about the scenes that you're recording that's how you're referring to your play sessions because may now maybe because he's going to implement say you're into impact play he's going to implement impact play he's going to tease you he's going to make you your for more he's going to edge you and stuff like that like that's going to last an hour, two hours, three hours in a sense, right? So I can understand maybe not wanting to go on a... three hours is an extent, well, but... Well, I'm saying like maybe... I understand maybe not wanting to go out... At least an hour and a half. I understand not wanting to go out for a full night before that, yeah. you know? Because you're like, well, we're going to be doing sexual stuff for like two, two hours, three hours max, right? Right. So, but if you and I are hooking up, especially with if we've had cocktails or whatnot, obviously at the bar or whatnot... Most guys, and I don't, I, there's going to be guys who are like, oh, I can last longer than that. Most dudes are not lasting longer than 30 minutes as long, if they don't get whiskey God, I think that's even generous. Yes. Most dudes aren't lasting longer well, because, than 15 to 20. I'm being very generous because, you know, you're not including, this is straight fucking. Just yeah. not the foreplay if he goes down on me or we're making nope, whatever out. Whatever position. I'm his dick a little, like, no. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I feel like a good amount of people, one of their easiest positions to get off in as a guy is from behind, doggy style. Exactly. When you talk to guys, you get a lot of doggy style yeah. uh, comments from everyone them loves it. as their favorite I mean, position. doggy style is So also. you're talking 30 <laughs> minutes pounding just from the back, no stop, bang, yep. bang, boom. I don't even think 15, most dudes are less now. I think it's 15, 20 minutes at that. I'm being generous because yeah. I do think there are some, pe sure there there are are. some people well, who have stamina. Most dudes. The rate probably the 15, 20. Yes, 100%. And whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, that's you're talking, uh, that's kind of still in, in and out type thing anyway. So, why can't you take some time right. to get Wouldn't you to know someone it, a little and then, extend the, and then foreplay a little? And if you're doing all this, like, 
you know, foreplay in a sense at the bar, technically. I mean, we foreplayed the shit out of this morning. Exactly. And we're building exactly. that up for tonight. Exactly. Now, oh, I might yeah. come in two minutes oh, when you yeah. decide, but. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we've been pretty heavy on the mistress. Uh, I think she has so. some weird plans and ideas. I do. If you don't hear from me tomorrow, I might be tied to my bed. Can I announce what you told me you're, you're, you're comfortable in exploring a little bit of? And what's that? CBT. A little bit. Light, 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 you have had some awesome birthdays. You should have the best trust in me. No, you're you're pretty good. You're also but a Miss Party Planner, so I do. I love and, parties and I love fucking. And, and my <laughs> wife is kinky as shit, so like anything, nothing's off limits. Like, nothing, nothing's off limits. Uh, yeah, I'm, she caught me on my birthday. Hey, if anybody wants to hang out with us, we will, in South Jersey. I will tell you this: the one detail is where we will be at, and the fun that will be had will be in South Jersey. So. South Jersey, here we yes, come. Yes, but, yeah. I, I want to take it easy. I feel like we we had these travels, not travel for your birthday, but like all our like tr our recent travel things had kind of like obviously gone to shit. So I was like, that oh. was the plan. I I know, but I was like, okay, we're not going to. I'm just gonna plan something here because then the next thing you know is the club events that we're going to that are local. Well, when I say local, we're going to some things in Pennsylvania. I'm talking about nothing that we're flying to or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Then it's Jersey Exotica and stuff like that. So it has been, it's been a ride, but I feel like since we're kind of recording we're a podcast episode, I don't know if this will go out before your birthday, after your birthday. This will be up today. Do you Tomorrow think we'll be at the latest episode before your birthday? Probably. Oh, who cares? If we do, I want to do a half a shot with you. Cheers. So cheers to you turning, what, 29? For the, like, 13th time or 12th time. I can't do math. <laughs> no. Uh, but happy early birthday, baby. Thanks. It's You know what? It's Listen, you cocked me on my birthday once. <laughs> I'm planned. <laughs> uh, 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 Literally, it, if, if there's ever a time for a cuck to get, like, worshipped, yeah. maybe a good dick sucking, a good fucking, it's his birthday. Do you remember... Um, and someone else got that. Someone was talking about comedians. So we were talking about Matt Reif and whatnot. And uh, someone said he's, obviously, I mean, he has really good jokes, but he's he's not your typical comedian. He's more of a crowd worker. Like, he works off the moment, which is even more impressive, right? He has his pre-made jokes, of course, and stuff like that. But he loves interacting because he's good with that. Not every comedian can do that. They can't interact, you know, whatever. Right. Some comedians can't write jokes right. like ahead of time. Yeah. They're more of a crowd worker. Yeah. They're, I feel like. They're off the top of the dome. It's like a freestyle guy. <laughs> I feel rapping. like with the exception of the recent luck I've been having on dating apps, I am so much more better in person. <laughs> I really am. Like my adventures are better. My connections with people are better. Like the people that I meet that were not pre-planned or anything like that. Like, of course, we've had fun days with people we've met off of apps. But I just feel like that's where I, I shine and I thrive. I thrive at with people that I meet at the sex club. 
I thrive with people I meet at sex events, you know, I thrive with people I meet at exotic and have my own private, you know, lifestyle fun with and stuff right. like that. I, I thrive off of you and I just going to the fucking bar. Yeah, like no. I, I will. I just feel like, and you know, not saying that. Obviously, you still have to be around like-minded people for some of that stuff, right? Going to the club as swingers and going to private yeah, parties. Going to a local still dive around. bar. Right, right, right. The local dive bar uh, thing is a fun perk. I feel that I've had the pleasure of having multiple experiences with. You know, um, so I just feel like I'm one of the people in the lifestyle that thrive more in person. Right. Because, and I wonder if that's because of the whole, you can't understand a person's tone of voice in text, you know, and I don't know how should I read this, you know. And especially if I'm looking for fun with someone else and I'm going to be by myself, yes, particularly with like another guy, it's 100% sometimes it can be nerve wracking. It can be, you know, because it's not this, it is a scary world that we do live in, you know. So I feel like, it's my choice to be a little picky. Like I'm not picky on looks or anything like that. I'm more picky in your demeanor. Exactly. Like that's the whole weird thing about it. I have no. I there's everyone always asks me, "What's your type? What's your type?" I hope you're my type, and I'm like, as long as you're not a douchebag and you respect me, you're literally my type. I've been with so many different types of guys. I was gonna say you, your standards are like personality, but even then, that's not it. You only have to have very few things in common. A, you gotta, you gotta have one of, you gotta be a drinker probably. You like to go get a couple drinks. I do. So you honestly, I mean, not, as, not, much be, anymore, not so. as much, but not to be mean, but you probably have to be, even if you're a casual drinker, that's fine. Yeah. Well, when you go out and then you have like a, a Bloody Mary or something. Yeah. Cause I mean, and whatnot, that's fine because yeah. then she knows that, all right, we have a common interest that we can do the first time we hang out. In the beginning of that yeah, time. I'm not saying like you can have fun at the end of the night. If you yeah. all hit it off, that's great. But the initial reconnection, yes. you have something to do. 100%. You're not going rock climbing, but do you care if he rock climbs? Right. No. So even personality doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's more just your respectfulness and your demeanor, I guess. If, right. Don't be a douche. Yeah. That's really like, it. It really is. And you know what? It's... <sighs> Like I keep saying, uh, wow, you're getting easier and easier. Don't be. A I douche. am. I'm just trying to find my bad boy who doesn't act like one. <laughs> it depends on what bad you're talking. I know it's, so, it's completely. I'm sure there's a few bad things you wouldn't mind. It's it's <sighs> it's totally it's definitely no. How what the fuck like Karen like no. <laughs> but uh, no, but yeah, no. I'm happy for my single guys. And you know what it made me think about honestly because I've been having such good luck with the single men lately is a big topic that's been brought up with these questions from these guys that I've started seeing is some of them are new to the lifestyle. Like they've never dated an actual someone who was married, you know, like right. type of thing. So I get it. I'm, <laughs> I'm taking some people's lifestyle virginities. Uh, <laughs> Good whore. <laughs> I know. Thanks daddy. <laughs> oh wait, wrong guy. <laughs> uh, you got to just add one word in front of it. Oh, house daddy. That's right. <laughs> so, um, but no, I get it that they have like questions and they start asking questions like, oh, it's a curiosity. I would love to experience a swinger club if you'll, if you'd ever like have me or whatever. And I always tell them, oh yeah, and single guy, if you ever want to check one out when I'm not there, like you don't need me, they have single guy nights. Of course that opens up the conversation. And what I always get asked is, um, why is single guy night always li only limited to like mostly at most clubs, right? At least in our area. 
to one night a week, which is usually a Friday. Uh, and why are they like double, like having to pay double the price to get in? Sometimes even a little bit more than double. You know, I 100% agree with that. If anything, and this is going to be really come off the off the wall or whatever, I would more than anything designate a couple's night and a single female night more than a single guy's night because I get you're trying to limit how many men can come in there, but there's better ways of screening people and going about it. Yeah. Too. And honestly, if you have proper security, you what you do is you put a cap on how many men can attend that night if you right. want, right? Yes. Put yes. a cap on it because you know that you don't want 500 single dudes trying to come. But you might, you probably can't take 500 people anyway, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like, you don't want an overabundance of, of club, single men <laughs> in there. So you can put a number on it. You can put a cap on it. There's no harm in that. But I don't think it's fair that they got to pay so much more to maybe get nothing out of it. Yeah. You know, like. Well, we can't. See, you can't. I don't think that they should be. See, that's the only thing I disagree with is that we shouldn't be correlating. Because I think that's the problem that aggressive single men think is that if they pay, they're automatically going to get laid. But it really, no, payment is the privilege to be able to be entered, but you still have to, I guess, like. I 100% agree with you. Yeah. And when I say that, I mean it in a sense of, you're right. And the respectful guys won't do anything crazy. Right. And now that guy just paid $100 just to stand around and watch. Yeah. And maybe talk to a couple If only people. there was like a database. And there might be actually. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that there was. He's probably going to do something to get himself kicked out anyway, which I hope he wouldn't. Because right. I don't want anybody to get hurt. But right. he most likely will do something. If you if he go if he pays a hundred dollars to go there and he and he's like, Oh, I'm not getting anything, fuck that, I'm getting something. Right. And he has that mentality, he's gonna get himself kicked out anyway and banned. Yeah. So we can also weed them out over time through that process, as long as these clubs have proper databases. Yeah, you gotta show ID. I mean, you can keep their unless license. Unless they're working on something. But I mean, I would think that if there was something like that that already existed, like a database that every single registered lifestyle should be club a has of like a ban because you do have to provide list. the one thing that people always we, the number one question we get is uh am i gonna have to show my real identification at a club i don't want to be entered in like a system yes and it's like well you do a they have to confirm your age yeah, that's <laughs> and it's also thing, for yeah. the safety of other people what if something happens at the club they need to be able to identify you exactly know? so yes but they're not it's not disclosed on anything they're not showing it to anybody type of thing so um you know, you'll have this person's real, you know, name in a sense. If I'm something saying, I happen, think we should make it cheaper for single men I, to come. I personally, you want my true opinion? Yeah. I think uh, if you want to, I think you should add maybe one weekend a month where single guys are allowed the entire weekend, like Friday, Saturday, and if they throw a Sunday event or whatever, they should be allowed. I do agree with maybe capping it out of how many are in there um, for that particular event. Uh, I think couples should be charged the same amount as uh, single men. That or you should lower the single men. But I agree with you. We should raise it all. And it's I not – the single lady – then no, you're also pricing no, people out. But no, I do agree with the single women because you – they're they're the ones that I think could be – are targeted mostly because think about it. A single guy – well, I'm not, and I'm, see, I'm trying to figure out a word. This, I'm there's, not say, no, I'm not, there's no, no good way to say it. Because I'm not saying that it can't ever happen, right? Because <laughs> I'm not saying that it'll never not However, happen. However, great cancel I'm conversation, Carter got, <laughs> no, got started. <laughs> okay. 
I took an edible. Remember uh, that? <laughs> I get what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is, I think like if you're if a husband and wife are standing right there, the likelihood of someone doing something super aggressive. Now, yeah, some dudes still think it's okay to touch a woman in front of his what, like her husband or whatever. But I'm saying doing something super aggressive, you're asking for a single woman to either come by herself, you know, in a very sexual environment that you know. Maybe, maybe, especially if she's new. What if she's new? She might not understand how it works in a sense. So people might take advantage of that. We have to understand that while the lifestyle is very awesome and open, there's a lot, a lot of good people. There are some shitty people. We talk, we've talked about shitty people no, on this no, podcast absolutely. before, you know? So there's bad apples in every group, right? So I do agree in keeping it. You, you, we wanted them to see this, like, inclusive you know, we want them to feel comfortable. It's exactly a husband treating, you know, Hollywood his wife. He's going to take good care of her, you know. So I think that's the lifestyle's way of taking care of single women as like a male partner should be or whatever. I, no, I understand that. But I think couples because how many times, and it's happened to us a few times, it's also happened. I mean, we hear about it. You, I think people are making TikToks about it because it, it's true because people are trying to create awareness about it. That is... There are couples that can be just as aggressive as single men in the lifestyle. And I talked about the women kind of pushing a little bit of boundaries and text, but we've heard about, you know, women kind of like being the bait and fish for the husband and her and stuff like that and, and things of that nature, or the women getting really aggressive and maybe even touching another woman without asking her to be touched because she just wants her husband to see her groping another woman. You know what I mean? Like, no, absolutely. <laughs> so I thought the mic was no, going I just, down. <laughs> I just kicked the mic stand. Um, no, no, hundred percent. Um, I do think that it's a little, I just think that the I dynamic think it's slightly weighed unfair to the single men. Um, I understand the reason why, but I feel like we should work on making them feel a little more welcomed and that they're not just a pocketbook to help whatever establishment you may be attending. Um, and just, you know, because to them, it's like, oh, to them, I think it's like, hey, extra money. And this guy probably will leave unhappy anyway with uh, <laughs> no uh, get, not having any action or whatever. Right. Not, not having any fun. Uh, if you want to adjust it, you got to turn the knob, it. I got but, it. uh, the, the bottom one, but, no, um, I pulled it too, too close. No, you're kind of, I feel like um, I got a good range right now. I think people will be like, oh my God, I have she's no not idea. I had the ear. perfect setup sitting and then I got up to go to the bathroom <laughs> and now I've just been, I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I do feel like, why are we, I, I get treating the women, the single women on another level because there are not as many. And they do have to be more on the preparation for aggressive people towards them compared right. to a male. Right. And whatnot. But I also think we could make the men feel a little more inclusive too and not make them feel like they got to spend an arm and a leg to come Hence why I think hang out. Keep, charge them the same as same amount as a couple. I mean, if I'm a guy, if I'm getting charged the same amount as a couple, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel justified. Yeah. They could go and fuck each other and they do that at home. Exactly. They didn't spend hundred hours to do that. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I think or whatever your club price. You're just is. hearing so many more stories now about couples sometimes being too aggressive. Like it's actually being exactly. talked about that. I think that you know if your sole purpose of charging single men sometimes double, right? I think it's usually double couples. Yeah. Um, I think that that was your purpose to maybe eliminate many, maybe any 
problematic people that could come. You are also trying to limit because you don't want it to be a sausage fest, but then put a cap, put a cap on put it. A cap put on a cap it. on it of how many people, you know, how many single men you're going to allow in that, that door. You don't have to use price to do you that. You have the right you to should, refuse the, service anybody you want. The price should be to, you know, try to deter problematic people. And that, unfortunately, now also, you know. Uh, can include couples. Can include couples. I mean, think about it. The male partner of the the female wife, or, or the, the 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 husband wife, right? The husband is a male. He can't be predatory. Not, what if look, a husband comes in and listen, he he got in there for half the price? Then the super we, nice we single guy, so we're gonna get but some, he's also we're gonna, a guy. We're gonna get some hate from this, but we probably should raise the price for couples as well. Um, I think oh, it's 100%. a little too cheap. I think they should be right around the same price for as single men because it gives you more incentive not to do anything stupid. A to get you kicked out, B to get you banned. One hundred percent. And you're out. You're whatever hundred hundred fifty dollars, whatever it is to get in. Um, I I instead of lowering the price for men because you still want to you still want to eliminate uh, people that just want to fuck around and they right. don't mind wasting fifty bucks. They right. may mind wasting a hundred. Exactly. Uh, or whatever. Whatever price is. Yeah, no, I so. mean, I would, I have no, I have no problem paying a little bit more you're than we pay anyway people. now because, but you're also contributing towards the upkeep to have yeah, a place exactly. to go. I mean, electricity, paying for the DJ. I know a lot of these places are BYOB, but you're, they're also, they're paying the bartenders you're their hourly. You're going to a you're club and you could fuck You're paying for cleaning at. supplies. You're, you're paying for upkeep. You're paying for bathroom supplies. You're paying for a shit ton of condoms. You're paying for entertainment sometimes because like we've had themed events where they paid The BDSM. The, yeah, she, the mistress was paid to bring all, they they brought brought all the equipment. They brought all the equipment. The I'm big sure, ass I'm equipment. Sure they didn't do it for free. Yeah, we thought they were going to bring like whips and paddles and stuff and then they had like spinning wheels and everything. I was like, Holy shit. Oh, okay. But and so as, if I have to pay a little bit more, I, f I feel like clubs are undercharging us anyway because I'm like, wait a minute. And can I say as patrons, <laughs> as patrons, you're getting to go to a place that has the feel of a bar, has the feel of a lounge, usually, yep. has the feel of a club. And you can fuck there. You can walk around topless. Uh -huh. You can be naked. Uh-huh. Try going to your local bar, lounge, or club and pull your dick or your tits out. <laughs> I don't think it's going to end well for you. Uh, at those vanilla clubs, people will sometimes pay four, five, six hundred dollars. I know some are probably way more, but we'll, we'll just call it the, like the, the Walmart clubs of Vegas and stuff, Atlantic City. <laughs> For bottle service. For VIP. For VIP, but you're not getting... So, like, bring, if we are now being, like, asked to... I'll pay 200 bucks for a night. Bring your... And you, you bring <laughs> your own bottle. So, you're getting your own bottle service. Yeah. For 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever your drink of choice. You can bring the 1199 yeah, exactly. We, we have downed, in our younger days, a few <laughs> of those questionable vodkas on the bottom shelf oh, where they God. collect us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And they usually have a little dust on them. Oh, God, they do. I'm pretty sure. Now, listen, I know, like, people will, like, refer to Tito's as, like, the handle. And and I think it's a has a handle, which is ironic. Those were the OG handles. Those little <laughs> Svetka or whatever it is. or That might be too high-end, actually. I don't know. Those ones on the bottom, I feel like they're written in 
Russian. I know what you're talking about because it's with red lettering. I feel like they're written in Russian. Right? It's it's. Yeah, so, I it know because we brought that to the Been there. You have gone down your road of box wine. So we are not beneath any of those. The beautiful thing about the club is you can bring it. And you have a whole bottle to you and your one yourself, or yeah. your, you and your significant other, and anybody you meet that you might. We've done shots of people, yeah, yeah, and whatnot. And it's like you get the best of everything at the club. Yep. And there's a chance you could get laid at the end of the night or watch people fuck. The club almost makes you feel like everyone's VIP. You know, yes. because it's everyone's the couches, inclusive. It's everything. Like, yeah, even you feel like you're having a very VIP experience, and then then it becomes a VIP sexy experience. And listen, all the clubs that's we've been in. That's one of the reasons in. why I love like Saints and Centers. And, and obviously, stuff like for that. sanitary purposes, all the stuff is usually like leather or that type of feel. You still got to disinfect easy it. Easy to clean. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it feel more VIP, too. It's not just like uh, yeah. some shitty like booth a, or something. It's usually yeah. very nice. Yes. Yeah. Chairs, booths, Towels. lounge areas. Towels put down, yeah. Yeah, I mean every club we've been to, yes, have been has been like that. Yeah, so, uh, what was it? We just talked about it the other day. Role play lounge was our first one. Yeah, they had a birdcage. And they, they had, oh my god, yeah, I nice. remember that. That was, <laughs> and they had the big bed in the middle, like the main show. Yeah, that that's where we head. were. We were like, that's the couple. Yeah, that was the first couple where we, we first, really where we met them. Yeah. Well, like we had seen. Remember, we saw her and him walk across because she was wearing hooker boots. I still remember what she looks like. She was in hooker boots and like this, I believe, like a black skirt. But it was like a float. It was like a very, very short, almost kind of reminded me of schoolgirl skirt, but solid color blue because it was wavy, you know. But I, it wasn't the schoolgirl material. It wasn't but, on her long. Right. But she had like knee-high socks on with the hooker boots and everything like that. Short, beautiful, he had gorgeous a girl. Dress shirt. He had a dress shirt, dress, black dress pants Black dress on. pants. He, I'm pretty sure he even walked in with a tie. I think so. Later on, we found out he's a doctor of some sort <laughs> of medicine chiropractor oh, I so i'm not surprised he came he came dressed very professional yeah. that was my first time i'm gonna admit i came oh, in where are we? <laughs> i came in dress pants and a, a polo polos got just thrown out at that point listen she was she lost All her panties at now. the club yeah. so yeah, that, no, was, that was that was yeah. we, we were helping them with the security guy yeah. and we I, I remember i was like that was our first experience and i don't know if i told this part of it when I was talking about, like, they were, you guys were looking through the Moroccan room. You were the Moroccan room had the guy? bean bags. And I was like, so, does this happen often? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was scratching. I bet you find a lot of panties he, here. He was like, this is your first time, isn't it? I was like, isn't that obvious? And he said, well, you're wearing pants. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Memories. But no, I mean, and I feel like, like I said, I we've seen it. We've gone to the club at least twice, uh, I think, since the last podcast. And I I saw a few, like, aggressive. Well, I don't want to say the term aggressive because people were thinking, oh, my God. But, like, more so when For, you're sitting. Because, like, it's not like you have your own privacy. And you are sharing the couches with people. So you can hear a little sometimes conversations. You can just hear the pushiness. Little, things, yes, you pushiness. Know. With the women, not aggressive, or not groping people with other. Yeah, not, yeah. More the verbal, and it's pushiness. coming from the couples and the particularly the women. So listen, listen coming from a wife, a female of the of you know our dynamic here, whether it's a mistress or whatever, switch side of me, but coming from a lifestyle person, a female in the lifestyle, I we we got to do better, you know. Because there's just too many, like, stories that are coming out about. And it's, you know. Just, lots, like, lots of people need to do better. Yeah. Let's just stop taking advantage bit. of people. Let's stop being 
yeah. touchy-feely without permission, grabbing yeah. people. Let's stop trying to make people feel guilty because they don't do something or right. they're not into something. But like, you know what I feel? Let's have fucking fun. I mean, if you listen to multiple lifestyle podcasts, you can tell you, you know that the topic of consent has been discussed by almost every podcaster and several times, you know. I feel like we can just talk until we're like blue in the face and just it'll never 110% be like a perfect, you know, community because oh no you're always gonna have bad apples but i feel like i'm we're seeing a few more extra bad apples right now but sensitive side me are you ready for this what's that like this is a really high karen side of me (laughs) (laughs) i just don't know why like the sensitive me this is submissive me coming out a little bit right now right i genuinely am like but why like why can't we like it's human nature and I in my head the rationale is the better we treat people the more we'll get to engage in that type of fun like if I'm a respectful person in the lifestyle the more private events I'll get invited to or the, and the more fun that'll be had because more people will respond better to positive behavior than negative and everyone knows, we're pretty much raised to know that aggressiveness is negative behavior. So why are we not, like, I just can't comprehend in the human brain what goes through someone who does choose to be aggressive or mean or hostile or the insulting. When you're, like, we all need to learn to take rejection. I have been rejected. I've been rejected because some people don't like that I'm a, I'm a bigger girl. And that's okay. They don't necessarily mean we come right out and say that, but sometimes you can tell the way the conversation's going, if you know what I mean. Like... They're like, oh, so yeah, are you like, like, how much do you weigh? And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But dudes have asked me that before. Okay, so I'm not going to make an excuse, but I'm going to make an excuse. For, I know I kind of, the shitty shitty people. We should should put a disclaimer, get high and then listen to the podcast. It will make a lot of sense. (laughs) Okay, so before anybody fact checks us, I'm almost sure there's one or two out there that we said we took an edible. Oh, yeah. We did. Not these. <laughs> Not the ones we just recently found within the last few months. Okay. I don't even, I don't even want to shout them out because oh, no, I no, am no, not. No, 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 no. We've had too many. Shh. We've had too many shutdowns. <laughs> um, not the one we just recently found within the last few months. And not to the amount. Like, this is our... We do this amount when it's date night. Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, you and I. I'm being honest because you know what? It's it's. I mean, it's a hundred percent what it's meant for, a lot of times, and also fun. But we. Well, it helps the pain. I feel like ever since we've started doing our THC like regimen, daily regimen, like certain pain, like rheumatoid arthritis from when I was an athlete, a figure skater. Like my knees have never felt better. You know, my, my lower back, I do a big titties. It really does help when I do get the, the pain with that. It has helped with my anxiety. I have not had to take any of those little – I remember the doctor when they prescribed it to me because it was like – it's anti-anxiety medicine for when you feel like anxious or your panic attacks coming on. But like I never liked them, A, because they're actually – antihistamine so it's basically like taking a benadryl which is basically a doctor once told me oh if you like you know ever don't want to pay your copay just go get benadryl and i'm like so what i'm taking a prescribed version of benadryl here but it would take an hour and a half to two hours to kick in meanwhile you're already like way mid panic attack but i've never had to like i've never like working through my shit 
And I think I've actually become a better person if I – I mean, I was already an awesome person. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So I it, had flaws, but – It helps with my rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. It helps my gout. Yeah. Um, it helps with a lot of the knee pain I deal with. Yeah. Um, I was the typical young person that would run into a parked car to catch the fucking football. Yeah, you're competitive as fuck. Like, my goal <laughs> – was I'm catching that fucking football no matter what. So I have run into cars when I was younger. And even though I didn't play anything on a high level, I played sports my whole life. And it does take a wear and tear on your body. I don't know what you did when you came home in life from everything you were doing. But I was outside all day playing sports. I mean. So that's all we did. Basketball. Football. Kick the can, running around, jumping over fences, fucking. I mean, my, my, you, you know, you've heard, you. I don't want to get into like the details because it'll sound like, oh, well, your your family kept you active, but there was so much to it. But I literally would get up twice in the week to go at four thirty in the morning, starting in middle school, to uh, go take a figure skating class. Bro, bro, you were a figure skater. Get changed, go classes. Your Your whole body should hurt. Right. <laughs> I, but I would go to um, I would go to the figure skating rink right after. Then, depending on what season it was, because I played basketball, softball, and soccer, boom, had to go right to a practice after that and stuff. There, there was, but there was like a lot to that. But yeah, very solid basketball player. Uh, from what I hear, she was a bomb ass softball player. <laughs> Beast uh, out yeah. there. I was, I had it, I had but, some, but no, but no, I get it. So, like, yes, I was constantly active. So, yes. As no, yeah, much as it no. makes me feel like I'm old, it's and I don't care what anybody says. You were a fucking figure skater. Y'all literally jump in the air and just land up and down on your ankles and knees and your feet and your shins all the whole time. That's all it is: is jump, land, jump, land, jump. Land. There's no way your knees are not fucking. Sometimes you land on your hip, exa- <laughs> exhausted inside. No, but so, no, so yeah. I get. So Helps with pain was, tremendously. Your, I think I deviated you. You so definitely I deviated me. So I'm going to say, I, I mean, I have a lot of pain I deal with from things I did growing up and whatnot. And I'm getting older, so things do hurt a little bit more at times. It definitely helps with pain. And so I giggle a little more. No, no harm. No, but like. I'm saying, other than that, it helps with pain. I giggle a little more. No, that, I think no you're, you're about to tell me the truth when I said I don't understand why. Why can't oh. we as humans, when we know, we know that we should be, what, you catch more bees with honey or something like that? Is this the phrase? Um, or so you get to, more honey. To make an excuse, but not make an excuse for them. I think it's more desperation. They want nothing more than to experience that thrill of the play. Mm. Couple swapping. Okay. You're not at that club if you don't have a little bit of interest in watching one of you being watching the other person being fucked or both. Right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to single men, I mean, that speaks for itself. When it yeah. comes to other couples for a female, look how hard it is to find that. It's at a desperation that they want Laziness. it. They want it so bad 
that they're being too aggressive about it. Oh, well, that aspect of it. Yes. But even so, the laziness of the dudes that don't want to put any work, they just want you to like, come over. It's like, I, I, think I'm I want to know how many times here. that worked. I mean, you hear people post all the time their interactions, especially on social media. They'll post interactions that they've had with, uh, it is mostly men, you know, who are like, they'll send a couple messages that they like, so you want to come over? And we all know what yeah. that means, but it's like, I want to know how often that does work. And if people, if it's worked for any of our listeners before, please tell me because... I mean, I've never met with anyone on the same day that I've matched with them on an app. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, because I, I do want to get. It, I mean, I'll meet with you the next day, or because I agree, I'm not here to chat for like a week or two straight and not even make plans of meeting. Okay, it's one thing that maybe you're going to be busy or going away. Like one person I met before a while ago, we didn't even meet until I think like. Almost two weeks after we matched, but we I was going to say, but he was away. He I feel went. like there was one that you pushed out like a week-ish. Well, I was week away at Exotica, in New yeah. Jersey, so I wasn't going to be, but then he was also away, but he was away at a destination wedding. Now, whether that was code for something else. Nine but. times out of 10, normally you're like, hey, babe, we got plans tomorrow. <laughs> Nine yeah. times out of ten. Yeah. It's like tomorrow or the next day or because it's like day. depends on how at, how late at the night I match with that them, works so. three days out. Maybe because you're aiming for like a Thursday or a Friday yes. for that purpose. Yes. 100%. And whatnot. So you guys can have more time or more fun because maybe he doesn't have to go to work or maybe he is done for the week or whatever and has more free time yes. and whatnot. But you never push it out a week or two right. unless there's circumstances to have for right. you. But and I'm honestly, also, if a guy hangs around that long, then he's probably worth it. But I'm also like, now what I have done before, I think I'm going to correct myself here. I guess you can kind of count meeting, but I'm, I'm still going out. I'm still not going to your house. There have been a few people who I match and they'd be like, oh, where are you at? I mean, we've gone out together. It's happened. Or I've gone out with Meg and it's happened. Where I'm like, well, I'm going to be at the bar tonight if you want to come. But it's not like it's not a one-on-one date because I already had plans to be there. So yes. I feel like if you want to have an in-person conversation of what we would have done via text, there's no guarantee that anything more is yeah, going to happen. I'm with a friend. Yeah, I'm with a friend here and stuff. Then you can come hang out with me if you want. So you're basically – like, hey, if you want to take that chance that there more than likely nothing's going to happen because I'm with a friend. Yeah. Now, that friend may have to leave for whatever reason early, and now they might have some free time. Yeah. If you want to shoot your shot, I'm here. Yes. So. I, and that's why I tell people, like, if you ever see us out or recognize me out, especially, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, certain places. Read the room. Read the room, guys. Read the room. Read the room, guys. Oh, uh, I feel like I want to talk no, about no, that, but I can't. Super respectful. Yeah. Oh, but okay, okay. Read the room. All right. <laughs> So something happened very, very recently, uh, back in June, um, we were at, uh, a family event, very vanilla, very, very, very vanilla family event for, um, for, for, uh, Chris's side of the family. Yep. This family member. And doesn't matter who. Oh, well, cause I don't <laughs> talk to my family. So I guess that really should be, but, <laughs> but it was super, when I say it, it was so anyway. super vanilla. And we were kind of all gathered at the end of the event and stuff like that. And one of the employees at said event came up to me. And I will say this. Well, I think he does listen to the podcast, though, too. This is why I'll talk about it. And he was like, uh, excuse me, is your name Danielle Banks? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, I was like, you're going to get a no. Just so you know. But I, I will say this. Super apologetic. He was like, "I'm oh my bad. I'm so sorry." Walked right away. Walked away. Didn't even look back. Didn't nope. say anything. I posted about it on Twitter because it was on my Daniel Banks one. But I shouted it out. I was like, 
But next time, read the room because of the event. He messaged me and he was like, it was me. Uh, And it's someone someone I've interacted before only on social media, uh, which is why he was able to DM me on my Daniel Banks one. And I was like, um, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, don't take it as an insult. I'm, I'm actually taking it as a like an education, like uh, yeah, an educational like, opportunity. Yes, it wasn't the best place to do that, but you respect it. Like how quickly yes. and how he made it seem like it was his fault. Like he was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, I'm so sorry. And I was in like, reality, exactly. it was his fault, but not in a bad way. Right. He just didn't read the room fully, and <laughs> it's no big deal. There was no harm, no foul. Yes. And my man. Super cool. Was like, he oh, lived, my, my fault. My apologies. Walked away. He lives, he lives in the area. And honestly, a dude like that. <laughs> he is the dude like that, if I ever like saw him out and about, I'm like, yo, this, you've got so many cool points. You just got to be a little chill for maybe 30 minutes hanging out so with even me. even a guy that didn't I'm, read the room. I'm taking you out and sucking your dick. Still has a chance <laughs> to get in your pants. Because of how he responded. Because you know what? We It's cancel culture. People cancel culture people's first actions sometimes too, even in, in real life. It's not just social media. We look at someone's first, how they interact with us or something, and we don't take the time to express to them, hey, you shouldn't have said that or we, you shouldn't approach me that way or hey, your tone of voice or, or what you said or your assumptions about me. Right. This is not appropriate or this isn't true and this is what this is, blah, blah, blah. We don't allow them time to be educated now and also now informed of what you're expecting in return of them. They should be analyzing what am I going to be able to give this back to this person. Okay, okay, now they're asking basic human nature. Okay, I get it. And we're, we're not allowing them to respond. We're immediately no fucking asshole, yada, 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 in a sense. Or, now, it depends or on the level. How, well, yeah, some people, well, the aggressive, like. His was nothing. It was just saying a name. I'm talking about. In a wrong time frame. Right. Air, but no, but I'm area. saying even even through texting and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, and, and in, in real life, yes. We're so quick to cancel people on social media for what they say and stuff like that. But. We also cancel people, and we don't even realize it in person. By but we don't give people chances to educate them on why that behavior is not appropriate, or why people shouldn't do this. Or no, if you're a future partner of mine, no, I'm. I you shouldn't be talking to me like that, or I don't enjoy being called that, or something like that. I'm, I'm going through all the different dynamics. I'm a different dynamic. I like mostly everything but there are women out there that should be like you know what i don't enjoy being called you know a slut or something like that just because i'm not monogamous some people do think the word slut is and an that, insult yeah that's and a prerogative. even though, that's even a though prerogative. they're sluts they they think it's that's a problem no, i don't i i, I don't 100 percent agree with that at all but um i just feel like You're... if i'm giving you the opportunity to correct yourself and you take that and you learn from it then i'm not gonna hold that against you oh my god you you earned cool points this man earned cool points so that if i ever see him out about one of the local bars because he's mentioned the local bars before when me and him have interacted in the past if i ever see him out there and we're great now in person not in a vanilla zone where I can really like interact with him. Even if it's a vanilla zone, it's not around people that don't know. Right. In a teasing (laughs) sexual manner, like then when I, we might not even make it back to my house or your house because I'm going to fucking suck your dick and hope that I'm fucking swallowing. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't. I was trying to find. I, 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 do, I will say I do agree with you. The problem with cancel culture is people get canceled right away. I don't believe in cancel we, culture unless you're a super super shitty shitty human. And being. I said, and that's it should where be, it depends people on people cancel culture unnecessary things when cancel culture should be focused it. on the super shitty people. Just because you did the crime, you don't always have to do the time. It's the level. No, of the crime. if you did the time. No, just because you did the crime doesn't mean you always have to do the time. It's the level of crime. His crime was not bad. No, but there's also a saying about the t- about uh, that, no, if you did your time. I did my. Oh, maybe it's just people saying I've done my time. Never mind. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of something else. Because I'm, I'm, I okay, go ahead. In, in regards to that, so oh, you're saying like people back in the day, if they got caught with like an ounce of marijuana, were getting sentenced to five years before it became legal. So sometimes they're paying for sentences. Even that back that it, it should have been that bad anyway. No, so, exactly. Yeah. For that level of I get it. You're saying sometimes they... His crime was not bad and he was, he reacted properly and the, the crime fo- didn't match the time. The follow-up <laughs> was even better from him. Right. So there you go. Just, you, you, <laughs> and we really went on a rant about this and went nine different fucking circles. Can I be honest with you? I actually think it was one of our smoothest episodes because we talked about a lot, but it's been a while. So people want to pause the podcast and stuff yeah, like that because it's about a variety of topics. We don't we don't edit, so we're an hour and a half in. So you guys have enjoyed an hour and a half. You listened all the way through. I actually have one more game, if I can ask the world. I really think I say right a lot when you're talking. <laughs> Anybody wants to dig up how many times I say right? Oh my gosh. And if you want to give me a better way to respond when I'm agreeing with her or I'm acknowledging her answer, her comment, I would love one because I really feel like I say right a lot. And it's bugging me now. I feel like I'm like, right. <laughs> I, mean, well, I guess we'll find out. I'm sure someone will let us know. So No, no. It's, it's been fun. It has been. And yeah, we might have rambled a little bit, but I actually think it flowed in some new topics that we've been wanting to talk about. I, I but- will say it might make me outline our topics a little more and kind of make like a plan up, but you probably I think will we were, need to do that in order to stay focused. I think we stayed on topic pretty well. <laughs> no, and you know what? Um, I think that, especially with the new setup too, thank you to the shout out to the Kinkster who bought us our new mic stand. So we have our nice little couch set up and Chris likes to sit in his chair directly across from me. And it's like, we can sit here and comfortably podcast as well with the upgraded equipment. So we really appreciate that. Shout out to a special Kinkster. We really appreciate you. Um, yeah, we have more podcast. I mean, I have, I do actually have an outline, but I don't have it outlined like I think how you think we should. But I, I want to talk about the current, you know, men in my life that yes. are new and stuff like that. But each one I think is going to be owed its own little episode because each one actually has its fun little unique ones. So one, you know, maybe I'll have to time into an episode because he's drag so, her. so new that there's not too much to talk about with him other than like one sexy thing that we did. But I might drag her in here tomorrow and make her make another one. What? I thought we were going to record more. I got some trulies open up. Hey, we'll see. We got some other things to do tonight. <laughs> we got two movies to watch. We do. We have right. the the Machine and Guardians. Yes. So, but yeah, so we, we're back, Kingsters. And now that we have our setup, and if you saw on Twitter our, our new studio little setup thing that we have going on, uh, we're going to start pumping out a little bit more content. And we've been enjoying the peace and quiet from all of the, unfortunately, the drama uh and you know yeah, well, it's not no. considered drama but like life events that happened Absolutely. i feel like drama you think like negative stuff but uh, yeah i mean we've just had a really rough like three months yeah or so. yeah that was it's intense. been fucking wild yeah that's all 
But thank Bye. you, Kingster. So if you guys want to follow for more daily type of updates or when we're going to the clubs that are local, especially if you're one of our local listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. At SwingingAlong69. You can also send us an email if you guys are keeping track of how often I said 100% and Chris said uh, right or gotcha. <laughs> right. Uh, or if you want to have a topic that you want us to discuss or an email about your own situation that you're in or an Hey, you have a sexy story about something and you want to hear me tell it on the podcast uh, with my little sexy, sultry, little moaning voice, I guess. Uh, 100%. Oh, my God. I just fucking did it. 100%. So that's definitely. You could email us at swingingalong69 at gmail.com. You can also follow our Instagram. That's at swingingalongpodcast. And that's also us on threads now. Woo-woo. Oh, uh, on threads. <laughs> it looks like Twitter, but... I see a lot more famous people that I don't care about their tweet. You can add us on the Snapchat, which we really like to interact with uh, listeners one-on-one more on there. I don't remember that one off the top of my head. It's been a little bit. Uh, swinging along at 69? Yes. Yes. I should log into that. Also, we got a lot of messages, um, like not like all at once, but over the past couple months with people that want to support the podcast. Because I will say this, sometimes, you know, you do put – obviously work over podcasting because you we really don't make any money on podcasting right we get our little affiliate commission every now and then from cassie and adam and eve but it's like i we just got to pay out from cassie i'm being 100 honest it's like 53 dollars, and i think our last one was back in november so because you know you get paid for the commission stuff like that but it's a small portion anyway of the commission yes so. but um you know with upgrading equipment and stuff like that other than the wish list, we did create a Patreon, and the Patreon has all different types of perks, uh, the different tiers. You can have access, a uh, special shout-out on our podcast. You'll have access to our Discord. You will also have access, uh, another tier has access to a monthly newsletter, a very lengthy, naughty, erotic newsletter that's going to be launched, and also access to my private that I use for my adult entertainment uh, industry stuff that I do, uh, private Snapchat. So no rules dirty Snapchat. So it's definitely an SFW and you can screenshot and have all that type of fun. But if you want to, you can go ahead and check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash swing along. All right, you got all that. Yeah, we also have our Adam and Eve code. You guys know the deal. Yeah, you get, uh, well, I'll I'll have her throw something up on Twitter and Instagram, or she can send it to me and I'll throw it up. Oh, thank you so much for chiming in because uh, I needed I had that dry mouth. <laughs> yes, I got you, boo. <laughs> I felt it. I'm like, oh, I think you can hear it a little. So. No, but absolutely, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, yes. we're happy to be back to recording hopefully on a little more consistent basis hopefully we yes. are approaching 100 we will be 18 away at this one yes and whatnot we have to do something fun for it but uh guys thank you again for listening and we hope you come back yes bye guys bye